Music with a Twist is the perfect platform for you. So today, we will be featuring music producer Shavaz Parker. Meg Vazzy is a multi-instrumentalist music producer and a ranger from Freeport, Grand Bahama in the Bahamas. Now currently based in Atlanta, Georgia, Big Vazzy focuses on R&B, rap, lofi, and R&B alternative music. In his early years, Vazzy was surrounded by music coming from a long line of musicians in high school. Vezzi formed a cover band along with his friends, which really sparked his interest in pursuing music full-time. In 2001, Vezzi made his first beat using his brother's computer. Since then, it was the only one at his house at the time. Later, Vezzi took it very seriously and started selling beats. Vezzi is responsible for producing Tyler Perry's Zatiba theme song. In addition to that, he works with numerous artists like A Manager, Taog, Tiger Wood, and Demo, lot to name a few. Vezzi instrumental projects are a true treat and you must indulge. Look out for this Bahamian bred music extraordinaire who takes it to be the next super producer. Now, I know you're right now in Spain, right? Yes, yes, located in Spain right now. Okay, great. So um, uh, just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, um, we've learned from the bio that you're a music producer, but what are your hobbies outside of music producing? Wow. Outside of music production, I feel like, I feel like this is going to sound very cliche, but pretty much what I do on a daily is music-based. You know, if I'm not making music, I'm either practicing uh-huh. music or playing with a group of musicians or wow. studying some music video. Yeah, uh-huh. um, my, ho- my hobbies have everything to do with music. Um, if, I, if I were to say something that's, that's not music-related, um, I just like to, you know, enjoy scenery. So from time to time, I would go sit up at a beach and just enjoy the beach. Or um, if there's a, a mountain somewhere nearby, if I'm visiting a new place for the first time and there's like some sort of a mountain, mm-hmm. I like to go by and hike. But, you know, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much what my hobbies are outside of music. But for the most part, everything I do is, is music related. Man, I thought you only had um nice beaches in the Bahamas. So the beaches, you ha- you actually have nice beaches in Spain as well. Yeah, there there are actually some nice beaches in Spain. Um, oh. You yeah, if you were to travel, I would say the east coast of Spain. There are some pretty mm-hmm. nice beaches. They're definitely nowhere close to the beaches in the Bahamas. Oh. Um, but. <laughs> But it's nice. It's nice enough to sit down, you know, and enjoy it for what it is. Um, yeah, I've never really. went into the water yet because I have this thing where I need to be able to see the bottom if I go in the water. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I enjoy. I enjoy the the vibe of just being by the beach, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I totally get it. I totally yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. 
no more explanation needed. So we're going to jump straight into things, you know. And um, I want to hear, or our listening audience, you know, would like to hear a little bit about the insight of working in the industry. I know you have a little bit of experience, you know. I'm not going to feed you with words, but I want to hear a little bit about your experience in the music industry so far. You know, you can start a little bit about um, your best experiences and then trickle down into your worst experiences. I would like to say that I've been in the music industry probably from the age of 15, 16, which is around the time when I started my cover band because I actually treated the band like a little business. Um, We actually did gigs around Freeport where persons actually paid us to play. So technically, you know, I was already in the, in the music business at that point. Um, But I, I would like to, I would like to point out that the first, I would would say the first half of my career um, in the music industry, I've been a musician. So I've played in uh, my own band when I was in high school. And then when I went to college, I also played in um, a jazz band in Nassau, which was a great experience. Um, I had the opportunity to play um, for all, I mean, all sorts of functions from Governor General installments to uh, UB, University of Bahamas, having events to playing over Life at Key in Albany, Paradise Island. So I did a lot of really cool Um, music gigs when I was living in Nassau. And then when I moved to the U.S. for school, I didn't want to stop playing at all. So I actually found a jazz band that I I got acquainted with very easily. And we did a few gigs around the city that I was studying in. And then ultimately, I also found a church band that I was playing in. Um, and, I, and I say church band because this band basically went around to different churches that didn't have musicians. And we played, oh, and we, okay. right, we did their praise and worship. Uh, and the, <laughs> the, the group is called Revolution Crab. So we basically like went around to churches who didn't have musicians and we offered them uh, praise and worship services basically, um, which was a really cool idea. I have never heard of something like that until I, until I met up with the group, but. No, yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, yes. That's yeah, pretty that different. was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my I, I don't want I don't want to talk too much about my education because I'm I'm sure we'll get to that. But I want to jump past you know living in the U.S. and then when I moved to when I moved to Spain for the first time, I was also doing school, but I wasn't so much in the in the music business yet. But I want to point out when I got done with school in Spain. That's when the ball really started rolling. Um, I started working with corporations back home in the Bahamas. So Fidelity, Bank of the Bahamas, Cash and Go, a lot of their advertisements that you would hear on TV or on the radio, I made the music for those. Um, I just just recently did, uh, I think two years back to back, I did um, the CBS commercials for their Mm -hmm. Christmas, their Christmas promotions. Um, I also did um, Click, 
Uh, I did a bunch of stuff with Click. Um, there's also something coming out um, with Click that I that I also did, so you guys could be on the lookout for that. Click's next big, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Their next big announcement. Um, yeah. When you hear the music, when you hear the music behind it, you will you will you will be able to tell that that it was it was made by me. So that's pretty much how I got to solidify myself in the music industry as a producer, as a composer, working with companies back home. Um, I know a lot of people back home may find it hard to find work doing music, but I feel like it's there. I, I think it's just about how you uh, market yourself, how you present yourself mm-hmm. to potential clients. And while I was doing all of this work um, with the different companies back home in the Bahamas, I was also doing a lot of networking in the U.S., and so I was going to different studios. Um, I met so many producers, songwriters, artists in the industry who've done great things. And um, I got myself surrounded with the right people. And, you know, the rest is history. Um, I've had great experience, though, like the whole time while working in the U.S. at, at studios and um, working under other producers, like multi platinum selling producers, Grammy award winning producers. Mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to work under these guys. Um, and yeah, they, they, they just taught me so much. And, and a lot of what I've learned from them during my time there, I still hold very near and dear to me to this day. Anytime mm-hmm. I'm working on, on, on music. Um, but I didn't have, I didn't have much bad experiences. Um, as yet in the music industry, so to speak. I had one instance mm-hmm. where, and this is something that, you know, um, aspiring artists have to look out for. You have to look out for persons who want to take advantage of you. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people mm-hmm. are familiar with those instances, but, you know, um, persons will persons will really take advantage of you if you let them. Um, mm-hmm. In my case, I felt like I was paying my dues, so to speak. You know, I felt like I was, I was doing whatever it is that I needed to do to quote unquote, pay my dues. Um, because that's a thing in the music mm-hmm. industry, you know, but this person, um, obviously, you know, was just taking advantage of me the whole time. And, um, I was looking for opportunities through this person just based off of their word, but nothing really, wow. um, yeah, nothing really panned out. Um, that didn't really slow down any anything in terms of my progression in the industry, mm-hmm. but it was a it was a relationship. It was an industry relationship that I that I put a lot of time and energy into. That at least for me, basically went went nowhere. Um, so that was probably one of the the worst experiences that I've had. But for the most part, I mean, it's been it's been a, it's been a journey, you know. I embrace the highs and the lows. Um, there's so much to learn from the lows, more to learn from the lows than when you're up high. So, you know, I embrace it all. And um, and I always like to challenge myself. So even in those lows, I look for what it is that I need to learn and I gather it, keep it pushing. Yes. And actually, you know, after hearing you say all of that, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I wanted to ask you a little bit about how you can 
give advice to new and upcoming producers. And I heard um, some of that information as well, you know, with not letting persons take advantage of you and actually, you know, it's not a scarcity of jobs in the music business. It's mainly how you market yourself and with networking. So I really love that, um, you know, because I know mainly in the Bahamas and the Caribbean, um, Trinidad and Tobago is really leading um, in the music industry. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't really see the Bahamas on the chart. I guess you could say we're like in fifth fifth place um, with music. But, um, you know, I know that's a constant thing that comes up in the Bahamian society. Oh, um, there's a shortage of jobs, um, you know, and um, due to it, the brain drain happens and a lot of persons, you know, go abroad. But it's good to see, you know, that you were still active while you were here. And um, I just wanted to let our listening audience know a little bit or hear a little bit about your experience uh, in college. I know that you went to school um, at Full Sail and then um, you also went to two other colleges which landed you um, in Spain as well. So can you briefly share a little bit about that, you know, and how that has played into your success? Because I know we have a lot of Musician, artists, producers, you know, um, everyone in the music career that doesn't really believe in um, a degree or they, um, you know, wouldn't further themselves with a degree. But I know, um, for instance, um, if you have a degree under your belt, you can um, get some more assistance with getting into societies like the Grammy Youth Society. You know, you're able to infiltrate through Mm -hmm. Um, big corporate companies like Sony, um, Atlantic Records, and so forth. But um, I'll, I'll let you share a little bit about your journey with that. Yeah, no, everything everything you mentioned, uh, I mean, is one hundred percent correct. Um, I I want to point out that my my journey, my education journey, which led to my success so far in the music industry, started at home. Um, I went to. University of the Bahamas at that time it was still the College of the Bahamas, but mm-hmm. I got a music degree from there, and that music degree basically put me on a pedestal from all of my other colleagues when I went off to full sale and then when I went to Berkeley oh, wow. because mm-hmm. i was i was more I was more advanced in what actually matters when it comes to music and that's mm-hmm. theory a lot of people. A lot of people want to get into music composition and music production and they don't understand music. You know, you mm-hmm. have to understand the theory behind it. Um, you know, only knowing practical can only get you so far. Um, and I think that that helps so much. I had an, I had amazing um, professors at COB or UB. Um, I had amazing professors there who basically prepared me for my music career. Um, and so I just want to say shout out to COB for their music program because it was really it was really solid. Um, um, it was very focused, um, like specifically on music performance uh, as a piano major, especially a lot is required of you um, when you're a piano major at at COB. And so it just it just prepared me. It gave me like um, a certain level of toughness as well when I when it was time for me to go off. Mm-hmm. To full sale and, and and Berkeley, but 
after I got done with UB, um, I went to full sale right away. I didn't take any break. Maybe I had about maybe four weeks in between. Um, so I went straight to, to full sale, got started there. And um, it was a quick program. It was accelerated. So you get your bachelor's in two years instead of four. Um, and what that looks like is you get no breaks. So there's no Christmas break. There's no summer break. Um, I think there's, I think the only break you get is Thanksgiving. I was able to push through the 24 months. Um, now that I'm talking about it, I do want to mention mm-hmm. an opportunity came up for me actually when I was in full sale. Um, I actually took a month off from school, which is something that you can do when you have um, things that just show up in your, on your schedule. So I was able to take a month off from school and um, come down there and assist them with a musical. So I went down there and I actually played drums in the musical. And a lot of people know playing the piano, but one thing about COB music program is that you you learn. I mean, not you learn. You you practice your main instrument, but you must have a secondary instrument. And my secondary yeah. instrument has always been drums and percussion. I wasn't as proficient in drums and percussion as I was, as I am now. But being in COB for those two years made me super proficient. I was able to read drum music, something that a lot of people can't do. And that's how I was able to land, land that job playing for a musical. Um, it wasn't like, I, it wasn't like I, I knew the music that they were doing at the musical it was literally um <laughs> hey there here's the sheet music um we have rehearsal at 12 and 4 every day mm-hmm. um and that was pretty much um that was pretty much my 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 life for that month in Tennessee but the whole the whole experience um at full sail um actually prepared me for the music industry like the studio life I learned so much about music business because you had to take music business courses. And what's so cool about Full Sail is that the campus is open 24 hours. The campus never closed. So you can have class at 5 a.m. in the morning. You can have class at midnight. You can have class anytime in the day because the whole idea idea is for them to prepare you for the music industry. You say you want to be a music producer, this is the time when people be up. So I had plenty classes actually that started at, at midnight and, you know, I'm leaving campus four or five o'clock in the morning. And then I had classes that would start at four or five o'clock in the morning. So it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was intense coming down to the end because they gave us those um, scheduled times. But for the most part, I, I enjoyed the entire experience of Full Sail. And then fast forward to Berkeley, I, I honestly didn't think I was going to get into Berkeley because I felt like Berkeley was like the Harvard of music school. And in a sense, it is. In a sense, it is. It is the Harvard of music school. Um, but, you know, I, shot my, I shoot my shot and I got accepted into Berkeley, which was a big goal of mine. I actually wanted to do Berkeley from when I was in high school. But I just knew, you know, Berkeley always looked for a certain caliber 
of musicians and um, just wasn't that 100% confident in my skills uh, until I got done with like Full Sail and uh-huh. and, 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 um, and uh, U- UB. So when I went to Berkeley, again, it was one of those instances where I, I shined because I just knew I just knew so much from my background. You know, CUB again really prepared me. Um, Full Sail also prepared me really well. And so when I got into Berkeley, I mean, it was like a breeze. But the program, even though it was a music production program, um, the focus was a, was basically on innovation and technology. And so I came up with you know a very interesting uh, thesis um, that got my professor's attention and it's something that I hold very close to my heart. I can, I can, I can talk about it a little bit, but I won't, I won't share too much of it because I think it's, I think it's a great idea and I I definitely want to, want to be the one to execute it. But I basically came up with a thesis that, um, you will see a lot of it now nowadays but back in 2017 a lot of people didn't know about virtual reality a lot of people um didn't play around with virtual reality headsets or a lot of people wasn't in the virtual world yet Mm -hmm. in 2017 um i taught myself how to code uh, um, (laughs) for virtual reality um yeah I know, but I did a little bit of that too. <laughs> it's 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 at least for, at least for what I did, it was a little bit different because I had to learn a few programs. I'm talking hours of YouTube videos, um, of just sitting down reading different articles, asking questions to my professors, you know, asking questions to my colleagues, mm-hmm. and just spending countless hours. But I came up with a, a basically a virtual reality world. Um, that you can actually maneuver through, that you can walk through and look up and look down, look around. And I created, um, I created a code that allows the actual world to react to the music. And so I'll just leave that right there. (laughs) But, um, yeah, yeah, that was, that was, that was my, that was my experience at, at Berkeley. Yeah, uh, well, I know this is a little bit off topic, but um, as you started to talk a little bit about that, my mind went into, you know, producing music for like video games and then the whole talk about AI now and virtual worlds and, you know, persons actually having virtual concerts. I, I attended an entire virtual concert, I think that was about two months ago, and it was it was different. It was really different. And um strange perhaps you know but that's the way you know the world is going now and then, yeah it was pretty cool you know yes to hear that yes you're actually looking into yes ways yes that's how you that's definitely that. where the world's going now and it's yeah it's funny because i i had i had one person like when i when i gave when i gave my defense on my project I had one person that was on basically on the board who mm-hmm. wanted to know why I was thinking the way I was thinking in terms of my, <laughs> my project. And, uh-huh. you know, he said to me right away, he was like, you know, this is a great idea. I could see how this could work. 
but he basically said i don't i don't think the world is ready for this right now i don't think this mm-hmm. is something that people will be interested in for another 20 years and yeah. i was like no way like this is something that's coming around the corner like people need wow. to get ready for this stuff now i mean at that point i had a, a vr headset at my home Mm-hmm. You know, I had a VR headset and I had VR headset adapters. And so what a VR headset mm-hmm. ad- adapter is pretty much, it looks like a VR headset, but mm-hmm. you can put your phone inside of it. I had VR headsets at my apartment at that time. And like I said, this was back in 2017, 2018. And I should have known better at the time. Like, you know, my professors, they were in their four, late 40s, early 50s. They were telling me, you know, VR is something that's way out in the next 10 to 20 years. And I was like, no, this stuff is like, it's here. It's, it's around the corner. And I, and I, when I presented my project to them, I told them how I had these adapters, these VR headset adapters at home. Uh, all you basically need is your phone and a 360 degree video. And you can experience virtual reality just like that. And they didn't know that it was that easy. Um, I I uploaded my project on YouTube for them to experience. They felt like they felt like I was coming. Like when I presented my project to them, they felt like I was mm-hmm. going to be coming with all sorts of equipment. And I was like, "No, it's no equipment. Just take out your phone, go to YouTube, search this up." And I put their phones inside the headset. The headset actually comes with headphones. So I mean everything was right there. And and yeah, I I I'm I'm still fine tuning the idea, but especially now with virtual reality being, you know, mainstream now with Apple just coming out with their headset that's an augmented reality <laughs> software headset. Like, this is this is this is the time. This is the time. Yeah. So so yeah, I've I've been I've been I've been that type of guy to not only focus on one thing. Um, I believe music has the music industry has so many avenues um, mm-hmm. where you can where you can stretch your legs, mm-hmm. um, basically do whatever it is that you want to do. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's important to to be innovative. I think it's important to think outside of the box. Like you know, yes, you're gonna be you know, making music for someone or you're going to be the one making music. But, you know, what is it? I always think about this. What is it that you're going to do that's mm-hmm. going to make you stand out? Mm-hmm. For me, it's I like all that about, word, stand out, yes. Yeah, for me, it's all about standing out in a positive way, yeah. of course, you know. Um, and so there's so many, there's so many things out there that that people can do. I mean, I've I, I've I've had colleagues who create instruments out of household items. Mm. You know, I don't know how they do it, but they made like these cool electronic instruments out of household items. Wow. It's just yeah. So like there's there's you know the the opportunities are endless. You know, mm. literally the, the 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 saying that says you can do anything you put your mind to like it's literal. It's literal. Yeah, it's, most definitely. It's not at all. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes, well, I'd like to thank you so much, you know, for everything. I didn't need to give you any question prompts. You just went for it and I loved it uh, from the beginning straight to the end. And, um, you know, you ended on such a positive note talking about uh, about being self-motivated, you know, self-driven, you know, and actually being different. I like the whole idea about um, where the world is actually going now into the futuristic of the virtual world and the AI. Um, I was actually talking to a client of mine today about um, how AI is literally, it, it has been around for quite some time, but it's pretty interesting to see how it's shaping, you know, even the way we do simple things like creating lyrics or just um, creating um, beats. Um, I found this new love for how simple Logic Pro seems, but then BandLab just like completely knocks it out of the park, you know, because of the whole AI thing. Uh, but I'd like to thank you so much, Chavez, for your insight. I loved it. I really wish that we had more time to, you know, talk and dive and Go in Definitely. a little bit deeper, but thank you so, so much for what you have shared. I really appreciate you being of here. Course. I'm of sure uh, our, lis our listening audience as well. Thank you so much for having me. Music with a Twist is your backstage pass to music industry. So grab your favorite headphones, turn up the volume, and get ready to be inspired by the captivating stories and expert advance of our incredible guests. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, the world of music is waiting for you with a twist.